All right, everybody, welcome to the podcast. This is me back at it again, your old pal, Michael, the Mike Lorian Moreno. And with me, as always, since I've been here anyways, is Tom TW11 Logue. How you doing, Tom? Doing good. Just so you know, this unit cannot be captured, initiating self-destruct. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on a little bit of a hiatus here. I've uh, been on a bit of a sabbatical. Let's segue into that. Great segue. Glad <laughs> you had that opening for me. Maiko, you've been absent for a little while. What's been going on with you in 2018-2019? Uh, if I remembered, I would tell you. I had, I was basically in a walking coma for about a year. I was misdiagnosed with uh, depression. Turns out it was a brain tumor and uh, about the size of a thermal detonator, I would say, you know, roughly. Uh, serious business, though. I had it removed and uh, I pretty much was out of it for a whole year. That's the that's to make a short story long or a long story short, however you want to put it. But I've been sick and I haven't been able to record or do much of anything, to be honest with you. I don't remember much from this last year, but I am now back getting healthy and recovering. So yes. here we go. Here we go. So just to clarify, the state of the tumor is now clear. Everything is good. Well, you never get the entire tumor out. So there's still some bits and pieces of it. I got some follow-up stuff to do. Um, the only, the, the last sort of remnants is that it affected my vision. So I'm partially blind in my left eye, but my vision's slowly coming back. So I would positive report for you. Cool. And what is the code name you're currently going by sometimes? Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> of course, I have to relate everything to comics because I'm a nerd. But long shot, man, long shot, you know, as long as his will is good, uh, he's lucky. And I've been very lucky since having a super unlucky day, year. Uh, and also he has the glowing left eye, which matches relatable. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're lucky, but you still have all five fingers. We've already talked about that. No need to sever a finger to be just like long shot. So you have all five digits. I was thinking it might still happen though, because of my vision. It might if still you're, you're like slicing and dicing a tomato, like cheek, might as well make the other hand match now. Sheik. Might as well. Might as well, you know. Might as well go be accurate. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, start seeing you with what? What? What's that hairstyle that he had? Mullet. Uh, mullet. There you go. <laughs> oh, I have no hair right now, so that'd be great. You can get a I'm wig. Still shaved. Yeah, thinking about it. Thinking about it. Get like an like an '80s rockers wig. That's that'll do it. Yeah, I also lost my sense of uh, smell and taste, and so I have poor taste now. And oh, I uh, told you that a long time ago. With some of this <laughs> never had it to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I can't sing like I used to, unfortunately. I sing worse. So there was a worse. <laughs> <laughs> you, think, you think you hit rock bottom until you have a... But yeah, that's it, man. I'm back. I'm glad to be back and I'm glad to be recording and I'm excited for this episode. Yeah, I'm very glad to hear that your health is recovering and that everything now makes sense as to you know that whole lapse of the walking coma, if you will road to recovery and like you said having you back and hopefully start doing these try like a monthly basis kind of like a comic but you know that's how we started and then like a little while later we just started doing it every couple of months whenever there was a movie and then whenever <laughs> <laughs> well it's a bit difficult to watch movies now i haven't seen the new star wars movie because of this and when i watch the mandalorian i have to stand up in front of the tv and just put my nose to it basically so what we're going to talk about since you've not seen rise of skywalker yet i'll discuss that with amy you and i were we're going to talk The Mandalorian. Oh, man. I have some bold statements about this show. It better be positive or else we're going to have a lot of disagreeing. 
Oh no, no, it's all positive, dude. Okay. It's positive. I love this show. Okay. I'm just just to get it out of the way. There's going to be spoilers in, in this episode. If you have not seen The Mandalorian, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, this seriously. Is probably yeah, one of the best shows. I'm gonna go ahead and say, man, ever really. Yeah. Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, early seasons. This is you know anything that that Marvel has done on Netflix. This is above and beyond exactly what we've been asking for in a Star Wars, a Star Wars media, to be honest. Yes. With you. Yep. And what I do like is they do make a lot of references and callbacks to the movies without directly going into the movie. You know what I mean? Oh, so, dude, they reference the cartoons. They reference yeah. the comic books. They reference so many things. Obviously, you could tell some of the Marvel guys have uh, gotten their fingers in this pot because it's just like reference and fan service just left and right. It's beautiful. This is exactly what you and I have been talking about for such a long time. So one of the things that they kept as a big secret was Baby Yoda. They did not even go to like merchandising people to advertise, hey, Baby Yoda's coming. You know, do you want to make our toys? They didn't want to leak that out at all. This is wow. why currently there is no Baby Yoda merchandise except for fan-made stuff. And most of the stuff that's official is coming out like in February and March. Wow. So they totally skipped over the holiday season, huh? They totally skipped over the holiday season. They knew they were not going to be able to do holiday season stuff because they wanted to keep it so under wraps. Good on them. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It sucks for Amy because that's all Amy wants is like a plush Baby Yoda. <laughs> or she really, she really wants a real Baby Yoda, but she at least wants <laughs> a plush Baby Yoda. So Dude, you're going to have to be her Baby Yoda. Uh, I try to be. She doesn't love me as much as she loves Baby Yoda. Don't, she, you, don't you have the dog ears? The Yoda yeah, dog ears? The Odin, Dude, there you the go. Odin yeah. Yoda. Let's role play. Yeah, touch me, you will. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Let's talk about some of the characters that were in Dude. this. Piece. It does not tie into any Star Wars movies. They are all strictly for this show. Is there anyone? you want to talk about first yes 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 oh there's so many i want to talk about all of them first <laughs> off okay this is this is the tough tie for me right but i'll i'll throw one out there because i, I have a feeling that i know who you want to talk about Kara dune is one of the best side supporting characters in all of friggin' television, man. Gina Carano, who's the ex-UFC fighter turned actress, is amazing in this show, dude. She I, goes toe-to-toe with Mando. Yeah, she's definitely got that presence, right? Where, like, yep. when she says something, and not just because you know she is a UFC fighter, but just how she portrays herself, you're like, this is a chick I would not mess with no matter what. And it seems like she got bigger physically like her arms from deadpool to this i don't know if it's just me maybe it's weird maybe i'm weird but i think she also got much hotter yeah like, she was very hot something about her that they used her properly and she does look hot as like sort of like the scruffy badass tattooed guns out soldier oh i just cursed i'm sorry that's what the editing is for later <laughs> <laughs> cara dune is probably uh my alicia watched the show with me you know religiously and uh, cara dune is hands down our favorite character our favorite side character or supporting character anyways she was awesome anytime she came out um we'd get excited 
I do have one complaint, though, on the episode where, you know, towards the end of the season where he kind of re reunites with her, the um, the title card gave it away that she was coming back. And I, I, I caught that as I was loading that episode. And uh, oh, yeah. although I did get excited, but it was a bit of a spoiler and uh, shame, shame on the uh, the show for that. And there was yeah. one other person on the title card and I don't want to give it away. What do you want to talk about? I, I'll talk about all of them. But my favorite <laughs> by far had to be IG-11. Yeah, I knew it, dude. <laughs> he was on that title card, too. And I saw them both. And I thought, oh, man, they're getting the team back together. Yeah, they're getting the team I, back together. Yeah, IG-11, Taika Watiki is amazing. Yes. Amazing. Oh, my God. So when we have him in the first episode, and he's doing that thing where he's like just spinning his upper body and shooting stormtroopers uh-huh. left and right, I'm like, this is freaking amazing. And then yep. it gets to that part where he's like, you know what? You're not so so bad for a droid. I was like, cool. Like, IG-11 is going to be that droid that hangs out with Mando and teaches him that, you know, droid, not all droids are bad. And then he goes, you know, I must kill the target. And then he goes, boom, 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 and shoots him. And I was like, are you no. kidding me? I was so freaking pissed. And then yeah. he comes back in that daring rescue with, you know, freaking baby Yoda on his chest. And I love when they start shooting at him. He spins his chest around. So baby Yoda's behind him. And he's like, doo, 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 and he's just shooting everything. I was like, yes. And then there's the scene with the lava. And I was like, are uh-huh. you kidding me? You're just putting me through an emotional roller coaster. Again. <laughs> I can't deal with this. <laughs> again. Yeah. You uh, can't he take was, him away, yeah. give him back, and then take him away again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it was a tie between him and, and Cara Dune, one of my favorite characters. Because as soon as IG-11 came out the first time in the first episode, I, I knew this show is going to be good. This yep. show is going to be amazing. Because it's just, it, it even managed to give him a bit of a sense of like a dry sense of humor which is friggin' impressive man when he's trying to detonate himself self-destruct himself do not self-destruct we're gonna shoot our way out of here and then bummy uh, out that, that that mando shot him because they were sort of building a little bit of a relationship they had a kind of good cop bad cop kind of a thing going yeah on and it. that's what i thought they were gonna do like i thought oh cool they are gonna keep him and then poof, it, it ties into ig11 but for that last episode what was your favorite moment okay so personally jesus tough but i think when the um when the leader of the mandalorians uh you know basically told mando that he is now the father of baby yoda and that was his foundling uh that kind of hit me in, in a soft spot from my personal experience so i was like oh dude he's gonna be his dad that's kind of cool he has to adopt him oh uh, i can see how that ties <laughs> my favorite scene it has doesn't. to deal with ig11 and not him self-destructing it references back to the two biker scouts waiting for confirmation to continue into town uh that's a go to proceed but i advise you to double check the moth just touched down and already took out a squad of local troopers standing by did he just say that gideon killed his own men oh who knows these guys like to lay down the law when they first arrive in a town you know you know how it is i said shut up what is that thing anyway uh, I don't know. Maybe Moth wants to eat it. I don't ask questions. Can I see it? Did you not just hear that Moth Gideon killed a dozen of his own troopers just to make a point? Okay. I get that point. Do you get the point? Yes, I get the point. Okay. Should we offer that thing some water? You just want to look at it. So what? You got to see it. Barely. I mean, I grabbed it up off the ground and I stuffed it in this sack. It's more than I got to see it. Look, I'm not taking it out of this bag until I deliver it to the Moth. Fine. Okay. Stop asking check on this thing. This is crazy. Any update yet? That's a negative. Still waiting on confirmation. He 
just killed an officer for interrupting him, so this might take a while. Thank you. Standing by still. Great. Unbelievable. Hey, how long has it been since that thing moved? I don't know, like a minute or two. Don't worry. Uh, it's been way longer than a minute. Oh, my God. Uh, shouldn't we check and see if it's still alive? You hit it pretty hard. You just want to see it. Well, we should check and see if it's hurt. Uh, the last thing that you want is to give Gideon a bag and have him open it up and find whatever is Okay, left. okay, look. Here you go. See? Take a peek. Everything's fine. What is that? I don't know. It's a pet or something. A pet? Wait, you... Serves you right. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Yes. That one biker scout's like, uh, you know, it hasn't moved in a while. He's like, you just want to see it. Do you not get it that the commander just killed an officer? Do you not get it? Yeah, because yeah, I get yeah. it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But Dude. still, though. <laughs> still, though. And then he fights him. He punches him. Oh, my Dude, God. There were a couple of dummies. That's exactly what I wanted to see, man. Some, like, some yeah. life. Personality. That's cool. Yes, exactly. With the biker scouts. And I love when the, they're shooting at the canister that's like, I don't know, like 10 feet yeah. away. They're missing <laughs> Like, oh, oh. They it. Yeah, he shakes his like laser gun. Like he's like, ling, ling, ling. he's like, I don't know. Yeah. And then they do do it to IG Eleven when he approaches. They go to shoot him, and it shoots at his feet. Oh, it's so good, dude. Oh, yeah, so not to get too much off of where you were going to, but uh, the scene with the with the ragtag team, uh, and, and they're talking to the uh, to Bill Burr, who was basically an Imperial sharpshooter, and he was, you know, Mando kind of scoffs at him. He goes, "I wasn't a friggin' stormtrooper. I can shoot." But anyways, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I, I loved that scene on the last episode. I mean, like I watched it, and then I rewatched it to watch just that scene again. And that one was ironically directed by uh, what's his name, the guy who plays IG Eleven, Taki. It did remind me of Thor Ragnarok. So that's what it reminded me very much of, is that funny, snappy dialogue. And I was like, that makes sense because of who it was directed by. Yeah, no way he directed that last episode did not know that. Uh, you know what also was a good scene on that last episode was the uh, was the interaction again between IG-11 and Mando. And Mando said, you know, he's trying to heal him and Mando doesn't want to take the helmet off. And IG, you know, he says, I can never take it off in front of a human yeah. being or a yeah. living being. Oh, human. And he's like, well, last I checked, uh, I'm not alive. And you know, so about that scene, the one thing I wish they would have done is as he's taking the helmet off, pan behind IG-88. So we actually don't get to see his face. But we see IG-88 take it off and then set it down. And we're like, well, so he took off his helmet. IG-88 gets to see him, but we don't get to see him. IG-11. IG-11. IG-88 is the one. Sorry. <laughs> he's the OG. Yeah, he's OG IG. <laughs> Did you catch that Boba Fett actually came out in one of the episodes? So that's what they say. But a lot of those dudes look like Boba Fett. You know what I mean? When someone was like, Boba Fett's in this episode and they show a screenshot and he's got that like antenna thing that is very, huh? you know, the Boba Fett thing on his helmet. Huh? But then they showed like four other men. DeLoreans with that little antenna pointing that way and I was like that could have been anyone but what I do think is you remember the Mandalorian who opens up the thing and takes him out and then flies away with him yeah oh, oh okay 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 yes yes I think that's Boba Fett you think so because the reason I think that is you remember the armorer says um, you know what baby Yoda is yours until you either unite it with its family or you just adopt it basically he he's gonna adopt that thing and then you remember when um the Mandalorian thinks he's dying. He takes off that necklace and gives it away. Huh? And then he gets it back and he looks at it in his hand and goes, oh, I never thought I would have seen this again. That's Boba Fett's symbol. Well, that's the all the Mandalorian symbol. That's the that's creature that the Mandalore defeated, right? The Kratos dragon thing? And yeah. That's what I would have thought. 
but then why did why did Mando get the uh, Mudhorn symbol? I think they each get their own symbol. Bro, okay, I see what you're saying. So I think I that might have been Boba Fett who actually took them out. So I was, ho- I was hoping it would be something a little more obvious like that, or like a Jedi saved them or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I was don't get me wrong, I was okay with a bunch of you know Mandalorian commando squad coming to save him. That was pretty cool. But if you think that's Boba Fett, that that's an interesting take. Yeah, I mean that's my take because we've always believed that that symbol was the Mandalorian symbol. But mm-hmm. I feel like that episode where she's like, you finally earned your symbol and she makes that mud horn symbol. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, if that necklace is basically Boba Fett symbol and not the Mandalorian symbol, that would mean that Boba Fett is the one who took him out, which would be an interesting okay. kind of concept that it was Boba Fett who trained him, which is why he's so good at what he does. So He's real good. You know what I appreciate about the, uh, the Mandalore is, I've, and I'm, I'm sure I've mentioned this to you before, but I appreciate characters that can take a lick and write. Spider-Man's one of them. Oh, yeah. Wolverine's one of them. You know, just like uniform just trashed mask ripped half ripped off just nose bleeding you know lip bleeding just like honestly it's like captain america in the movies like i could do this all day yeah mandalore takes a beating over and over and over man he takes a licking (laughs) (laughs) this is the way (laughs) <laughs> so which was your favorite episode man i think i would go between either the first or the last oh wow bookings yeah yeah because the first right we don't know anything about the show yet you know mm-hmm. man, we know he's a mandalorian but then we get that scene where he goes in for the one guy and then you know he sh- that one dude tries to run out the door and he and then pulls him halfway in. cuts him in half yeah. and i was like yep. i already loved i love this show that was yeah that was the moment where i was like i'm all in like from here yeah. out I am all in. We have the last episode where we get that bookend where, as you said, the team is back together. Um, You see that Mando is like, I'm not going to let you die. You know, he basically tells IG-11, I'm not going to let you sacrifice yourself. So you see this like human moment where this dude who does not like droids is like, no, there's got to be a better way. You know what I mean? And so you see that that caring that Mando has. And you have Uh Cara Dune. You have that moment that you get confirmation that... uh, Quill died and stuff like that. Yeah. So there's like so much that happens on that bookend. That first one just caught me by surprise. So it's like, it's like when you have that first favorite movie or that first book, it may not be the best one, but it's the one that sticks with you. This has MCU written all over it, man. Like, yeah. First, the first Iron Man was like, oh, wow, they're doing it right. Yep. First Mandalorian, I had the exact same reaction. I thought, man, they are doing it right. And then even the worst, what you would consider, I don't think there's a bad episode in the whole lot, but yeah. what people would consider to be the worst episode is still an amazing episode, right? Like, yep. there's, even the worst episodes are still good, much like the MCU. Even what people consider the worst movies still aren't that bad. They're not terrible. Uh, let's, let's take a step back. Iron Man 3. Uh, that was rough. That was rough. That's that's a horrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> so some a lot of people had a problem with the um, with the ragtag team episode, right? Where he meets up with his old crew and they go to try to rescue the you know the the, the, the Twi'leks brother. A lot of people had a problem with that, but I saw that and I thought, man, this really reminds me of an '80s movie of like mm-hmm. Alien, you know, where it's just like this this ragtag team of scientists on a spaceship and they all have like very unique personalities and very animated and that's exactly how i saw this episode and i was like 
whoever directed this, which I think it was one of the directors of the Clone Wars animated series, really grew up watching 80s movies, man, because this had 80s movies written all over it. So even at the end, speaking of Alien, Mando kind of turns into a uh, almost like it turns into like a horror show, a horror movie when, the, you know, the lights go red when it goes dark and shit. And he's hunting down uh, Bill Burr's character and he kind of becomes the alien a little bit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. That was pretty good. So Go ahead. Speaking, who, who did you have a problem with? I'm going to tell you right now because you brought that episode up. Uh, the, <laughs> the actress, uh, Natalia Tina, T-E-N-A. Uh-huh. She plays Zan. I don't, I'm assuming uh-huh. that's how it's pronounced. X-I-A-N. X-I apostrophe A-N. How would you pronounce that? Uh, yeah. I would say Xi'an. I mean, it's All like right. I'm trying to go Chinese with it, but she's probably not Chinese. <laughs> I would guess. So we'll just say Xi'an because you're usually right Xi'an. when it comes to pronunciations. And I'm usually wrong. Um, I, I could not stand her character. And oh, the, re- the reason for go me ahead. is I felt I felt like she was overacting. I felt like she thought she was in interview with a vampire versus actually being a Twilight. Like, I can't count how many times she would like hiss and then lick her teeth yeah. like she's a vampire. Like she did it a lot. Like every time she'd walk by, she's like, <sighs> you know, and I'm like, what, what are you doing? Like I get, not, I get not every Twilight is supposed to be Twilight, Twilight. How do you pronounce Twi- it? Twi-like. 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 Them too. Yeah. Twi-like. So I get not all of them are supposed to be like super sexy and stuff like that. And I'm cool with that. I would have been fine if she was like this rough, tough road chick, but she didn't need to be hissing and licking her teeth in every single shot. I felt like she was trying to hold up her fangs, like they were coming out. So they're like, <laughs> I don't she was know. A little ratchet. <laughs> yeah, she's she was the only one I couldn't get behind. And it's funny because when we first saw the preview of the Mandalorian, you know, and we see her walk, and then she kind of like looks back and winks. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, she looks like a cool character. And then she turns out to be the single character I don't like. You I literally have a problem with uh like like you had a problem with electra and was it just electra is that who i'm relating this to yeah yes it's the electra thing from daredevil it's it's it's, it's that whole thing where i thought she was fine she was kind of kind of hot a little bit (laughs) sure if you like freaking interview with a vampire I do, actually. That was a pretty good movie. <laughs> I would say, like, she was the only character that I had a problem with. Is there anyone you had a problem with? Like, someone that just... Absolutely. Oh, yes. In the show, in general? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so the episode where they're, uh, where they're hunting him and the other, the guy that's trying to be a member, uh, Toro, I think was his name. He was oh, trying okay. to join the, 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 the Bounty Hunters Guild and they were hunting the assassin. That dude was just a waste of space, man. He was just not a cool character. Like, it seemed like a waste. Yeah, Toro Calican. Yes, there you go. Toro Calican. And it sucks because I'm a Taurus and I relate to like bulls and stuff. And it's like, ah, this guy? Get out of here. About that. <laughs> about that episode so you know they go after that sniper and i'm hoping they address it in season two at the end someone goes and picks her up yeah that's the uh the uh, it's not the inquisitor uh that's the dude with the dark saber at the end right i don't know we never see him because we just see feet i think it was and who else could it be that's what i'm saying we don't get to see it, so I'm kind of curious as to who it is. I would put my money on that dude. I so you think it's Moff, Moff Gideon? Yes, yes, Moff Gideon. He always plays bad guys too. Like as soon as he showed up, I was like, uh, yeah, he's a bad guy. <laughs> I don't know who that who who the actor is. The actor is oh, I'm gonna slaughter that name. G I A. N C A R L O Esposito. Giancarlo Esposito. He's in like Breaking Bad. He's in the Maze Runner series also. Oh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know if you've seen All it. All right. Have not. 
that was probably my least favorite episode, I think. But dude, how how awesome was the the standoff, the episode with the standoff against the bounty hunters guild back on their, you know, on the bounty hunter planet? Yeah. And all the Mandalorians show up. Like, you guys are so dude i honestly stood up on that episode and just was like cheering dude like fists in the air like yeah here they come it's kind of sad that you know the rest of the mandalorians didn't come out like for the rest of the show i thought for sure like all right cats out of the bag mandalorians are out but they all went back into hiding and i think they all got most of them got killed (laughs) which sucks yeah it looks like some of them definitely got killed i do like i guess she's just known as the armor the chick who makes all the symbols and stuff for the mandalorians i did like that scene where i think it's in the final one where um they're trying to escape down the river thing and she's just sitting there at her forge and the stormtroopers coming around her and she just breaks some necks with her tools man yes She's awesome. I'm yeah. glad I got to we got to see her like in action. Like show off. Yes. Yep. The scenes where she's just like sludging a dude in the face and they slow-mo like his like faceplate just shattering. I was like, they just know how to do this. Like <laughs> yes. these dudes are nailing it, it, it at every corner. Yeah, dude. There were so many good episodes. This is such a good show. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a, another bold statement here. And and I don't sure. think this not only is this one of the best shows that I've ever seen on 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 any channel or service or whatever, but I think this is the best Star Wars story better than the original trilogy definitely better than the prequel and uh, I haven't seen the the latest one but definitely better than uh, uh, 7 and 8 as far as I've seen (laughs) this is it man this is a good story here I agree I, I oh, what? No, 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 hold on. I agree it's better than the prequels and the current. I don't know uh-huh. if it beats the originals, but that could be that thing that I talked about earlier where you have that one that basically influenced you so much that you hold sure. it up on this pedestal. And that yeah. might be why, but I've held the original trilogy yes. in such high regard and so many like inspiring things for me that yeah. I feel like I'd be betraying it if I said, yeah, it's as good or better. <laughs> No, I get it. it. There's definitely a nostalgia, you know, holds a big, holds a big piece to that. But, you know, I don't know the way I, I really, really, I mean, I, I do watch the old, the original trilogy with a lot of nostalgia. But if I honestly, if I'm trying to introduce someone to Star Wars, I think I would show them the Mandalorian first and then be like, okay, remember all those scenes? Now we're going to go back in time and we're going <laughs> to see where they came from. But the Mandalorian is just, ah, man, it's a piece of art, dude. And the cast is so good, too, because um, yes. Carl Weather as grief karga like the dude who hands out the bounties dude Mm -hmm. when they're when they're trapped with moff gideon and all his stormtroopers inside that thing and they're like finding a way out would be really great now and he just starts drinking like yeah we're done for he's so cool i'm glad um because there was that scene uh, it's the mandalorian scene when they all show up where um he gets shot and i was like ah dude they're just killing everyone they introduce but then that oh. thing was there the the i forgot what the metal's called that they use for the valerian. armor i wanted to say valerian steel <laughs> that's what saved him and i'm glad that saved him because i actually really liked his character yeah he turned out all right i didn't really like him at first he seemed a little skeezy but the, you know to be. Camp, the camp scene where uh, baby yoda saves him was 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 pretty cool when he kind of has a change of heart a little bit yeah and he knows that there's something special there like all right you know and he didn't betray him you know and yeah. on the, in that same episode where they went to go meet the uh the this uh, was it was he was a senator a general i did think that was kind of weird in that episode that you're just talking about where um baby yoda heals him where they stop in the middle of the night in the desert knowing yeah. that there's these freaking poisonous things that just fly by and all that they have to do is hit you and you're pretty much as good as dead yeah. you know what i mean they flew away yeah. with the 
those uh, what are they called? Burgles or whatever? Bergs? Two footed dewbacks? Yeah, that's those what are. I was describing as two footed. Yeah. They picked them up and flew away with those, and I was thinking, I think if that was me. I would keep pushing myself to get out of the desert and find cover. <laughs> I wouldn't want to rest in the open with a campfire with these freaking things flying around at night. Like, hey, what's that over there? Yeah. It was very much like um, that Vin Diesel movie, Pitch Black. Pitch Black. You know what I mean? Oh, it's a good movie. Yeah, it was kind of <laughs> like Pitch Black. Like, you're in the dark, you light a fire, they're going to come for you. <laughs> You're yeah. just basically yes. giving a beacon light because it's a desert. Yeah. It's not like there's trees that are going to obscure the light. Yeah. You're a freaking beacon. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. It's just a sitting flare. I did feel bad for Quill, though, because he lost his mounts, man. He was really uh, proud of those guys. He was really know. attached to them. Dude, but let's talk about Baby Yoda possibly becoming a Mandalorian. Have you seen the, the art where it's like, this is the way? And it's him in the Mandalorian armor? No, I have not. <laughs> You have to share that. Shouldn't it say the way this is? Or is that just a strictly a Yoda thing? All right. So one last thing I kind of want to talk about is sure. the, uh, is the dark saber. Okay. Ooh, have time. you looked up? Have you looked up this thing? No. Okay. So the dark saber was crafted by a Mandalorian turned Jedi. He's the first Mandalorian to become a Jedi, and his name is uh, Tar Visla. I believe it was. Oh, okay. I mean, the tribe that he came from eventually came back and attacked the Jedi and defeated Tar, and it stayed with the Visla clan. But the Mandalorian named Pre Visla took it from him, and so they Mandalorians took the you know the dark saber back. And they actually used it to defeat several Jedi. And uh, this the saber was just really badass. Um, eventually, somehow, Darth Maul came into uh, possession of it. it. A lot of it's covered in the Clone Wars animated series. That's where most of this information comes from. Somehow, it ended in the ended up in the hands of Moff Gideon. So this is one of those things that the show does so well. Is they're taking stuff from the Old Republic, from the Clone Wars, from the comics. And then bringing it into real life or, you know, live action TV. Yeah. Which I think is friggin' amazing. Yeah. It's that, it's that fan service that you talked about. Like for people like me who I've, so I've been watching Rebels uh, on Disney Plus. So, but I'm only on half, I'm halfway through like the first season, but I've not watched Clone Wars or anything like that. So for me, I just saw a dark saber and I was like, ah, oh, that's pretty cool. But for someone else who is more familiar with that, that's like a, oh, freaking amazing moment. They brought in the dark saber. You know what I mean? There's people who get that reference. Absolutely. And it's such a weapon that has so much lore behind it and so much history behind it that it's, it's not something that, you know, usually we would take lightly now you have this moth with dark saber you know with all the mandalorian and jedi history behind it i was waiting the entire show to see a lightsaber right because that's just that's just me <laughs> and you finally get one and not only is it a lightsaber it's like one of the lightsabers in the history of lightsabers so i thought that was pretty cool that is really cool i had no idea about that i'm watching i'm watching rebels too rebels is a really good show yeah i really <laughs> like rebels so far yes yes blind well, jedis uh yeah i'm in <laughs> <laughs> Got a soft spot for him. Uh, I'm not sure if that's a spoiler, but probably uh, it is. But that's all right. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the show's only been out for a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right, man. So my my headsets are dying here. All right. Um, well, I think this is where I have to phase out. Yeah, we did a good amount of coverage. I mean, we covered what we liked, what we didn't like, 
uh, some of most well most of the characters that are worth mentioning so it's a good spot we'll call it for now nice so I'd just like to cut back in uh, just thank you and Amy for, for taking over the show and keeping it going and keep you know doing the work that you do on the Facebook page on the Instagram page and on the website I really appreciate it man and I love you guys and uh, I'm, I'm really glad to have you know to have you guys in my life you guys yeah. are the best and I'm man, glad to be you. back and hope to be more involved yeah love you too man I'm glad every thing is better now so yes it's getting better still <laughs> <laughs> this is the way this is the way i have spoken <laughs> <laughs> all right man until next time until next time sir see ya see ya thank you for listening to the comic relief podcast you can find us at comicreliefpodcast.com or you can go to facebook.com forward slash comic relief podcast or you can find us on twitter at twitter.com forward slash comic relief c or you can find us on youtube at youtube.com forward slash comic relief podcast if you enjoyed the music at the beginning of this podcast please visit taylor davis's website she did the cover of the song uh you can go to her website at taylordavisviolin.com you can visit her YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash user forward slash violin tay, T-A-Y. Please go visit her website, visit her YouTube page, subscribe. What's up, dude? Not sure if you're chatting. I have not used Skype on this phone, so I'm finding barely installed Skype today. Finding out where all the functions and junk are. Ah, there might be it. There you are. All right, all right, cool. <laughs> What's up, dude? I should have been way more prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> okay how do you how do i sound do i sound okay yeah there was something you were doing i don't know what it was but it sounded like you're going through a haunted house <laughs> it, i was watching a video on the dark saber doing oh, some okay. last minute research because there's all and i was like what the f-? that sounds about right <laughs> you're gonna call yourself okay. dark saber <laughs> I'll show you my dark saber. (laughs) (laughs) I'm light side from the waist up, dark side from the waist down. (laughs) If you know what I mean, you probably don't, but that's okay. (laughs) I mean.
<laughs> I missed this so much, dude. 